0: Welcome to Sub Rosa. (laughs) So what we're going to talk about today is what do you do if someone who works for you refuses to take any criticism? And, And this one actually came up. I was talking to some friends of mine last night. They're both lawyers. And one of them said that they had seen something on Instagram that Someone said, you can't manage me. You can't give me critique because I have something called rejection sensitive dysphoria. <laughs> and that was literally what the person said. I have this dis- rejection sensitive dysphoria, so you can never critique me. And what do you do? How do you manage that kind of a person? So I looked it up and actually it's called RSD, RSD is a it's a real thing and I read up about it and it happens to people who have very bad ADD or ADHD. And what it means is that where you or I would hear some sort of critique or negative feedback and you know have whatever emotional reaction we're going to have. No one likes hearing those things. A person who has this syndrome will completely overreact. They'll become flooded. It's like they can't they can't think rationally. And I wanted to make fun of it. I wanted to like, you know, roll up in here to our sub rosa and be like, ah oh, ha ha, joke, joke. But then I thought to myself, I was like, you know what? This might be a real thing, you know? And I don't wanna, I don't wanna be mocking someone who has something that could cause them genuine suffering. However, I do think that what's interesting and what I want to talk about for this sub Rosa is what do you do if you have someone working for you who really can't take criticism, who overreacts, who has some big meltdown, who goes to HR. And I think what's interesting is there's this notion of, have you, do you know what an eggshell plaintiff is?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think I can guess.
0: Well, an eggshell plaintiff is someone who is so sensitive that anything will offend them and cause them to pursue litigation, right? right? But the idea is you kind of have to plan for eggshell plaintiffs. You have to be that aware of your interactions with the people that you work with and who work for you, that they might be dissensitive. And this is something that, that does come up quite a bit, which is, you know, we talk a lot about bad bosses, but there are bosses who have bad employees, right? And there are people who cannot take Justified, appropriate critiques in a way that is mature. And and what do you what do you as a leader or a boss do about that?
1: Yeah, <laughs> I uh, you know I think probably I've been I've been gifted uh, with people uh, people like that. And in my instance, uh, as an editor um, editor in chief, I think I delegated. I think I delegated. I, I, I gave it to somebody who I thought had the emotional bandwidth to be able to deliver uncomfortable information um, in a, in an easy, you know, spoonful of sugar way. And that seemed to work really well for me. Um, I knew the information was getting across. My lack of patience with what uh, I don't have any doubt. I never had any doubt in my mind that, that part of it was their inability to deal with this critique that was causing the, part of the problem, the defensiveness, and I, I don't know that I would have called this syndrome, but my objective was to get the information across in a way that made it so that they could um, uh, constructively make it not happen again. Um, and and it, it, but with editorial, it's very cut and dried, right? Because what we're talking about, especially if we're talking about print, we're talking about deadlines, because everything is determined by when the printer needs what. So it's very simple. It's not. I, it wasn't even a taste issue, like I didn't about how you've written the piece, about anything. It was just about timing. So I found somebody, um, a, you know, a problem whisperer who could take care of it for me, and that seemed to work.
0: Well, and that's generally what I would suggest too: is try to get somebody, and usually it's an HR function. Try to get someone from HR involved, and then also make sure that you have good legal counsel. Even even if you have a smallish business, you should have an attorney that you can talk to about employment issues. Um, Absolutely, because you want to make sure that you are legally protected and that you're not saying something that makes sense that might make sense to you or me, but that actually could be actionable. And so that's what I would suggest. And then I think also looking at, do you as the leader who needs to give this particular challenging feedback, are you, are you balanced, right? I mean, there's a lot of people who are people pleasers. They don't like saying something that's going to hurt someone's feelings. The reason I think a lot of people are passive aggressive is that they feel like anything direct is actually aggressive, aggressive, right? And so what I would suggest is get expert help, talk to somebody in HR, have the HR person be present when you are delivering the news, right? Just like you would, if you were firing somebody, make sure that everything is documented, check with an attorney and make sure that you're playing within the guardrails so that you can be as, as conservative as possible. But I think fundamentally also make sure you do your own emotional homework and understand, is there something in you that makes it challenging for you to? give somebody bad news, right? Because just as people can have rejection, sensitive dysphoria and overreact to some bad news being given, there are also people who overreact to a perceived minor reaction, right? They can take a, a leader who could take me saying like, oh, okay, yeah, I get it. And be like, oh my God, Stephanie hates me. This is terrible. Because I think, you know, and I feel like I come back to this over and over again, One of the key things about being a leader is you have to learn how to manage your own emotions, right? And I think whether you're giving feedback or getting feedback, whether it's good or bad, you need to make sure that you have a ability to manage your emotions or at least manage what's happening on your face. Yes. (laughs)
1: At the very least, yes. At the
0: very least. All right. I think that's all we've got time for. Um, Again, send us any questions, observations, thoughts that you'd like us to discuss here on Sub Rosa at WTF at badbossbrief.com. That's WTF at badbossbrief.com. Thanks. See you later.
1: A uh, uh, benefit to being the ages that we are, it's like at this point now, what are you going to do to me? What are you going to do? You're going to beat me up? What are you, what's, what's, gonna, what's, what's, well, what's the worst? You know.
0: And I think also, I mean, this is something that people talk about and they joke about, but you know, as a woman who is postmenopausal, I will tell you, it is true that I biologically don't give a fuck anymore. There is something about the ebb of estrogen. I no longer give a fuck whether people like me, whether they hire me, whether they don't. And let me tell you, women who are coming up behind me, it is a blessed relief. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> All right. I think, I think on that note, we will end the sub, Rosa. Um, send us more uh, questions, and we'll be happy to cover them here at WTF at BadBossBrief.com. Thank you. Bye. you.